Welcome everyone to this edition of the Redbird Report. I am sports editor John Barris alongside my fellow companion, Cade Heather. My boy Cade Heather yeah, is here as going? well. And we are coming back from a long hiatus of not uh, podcasting, but now we are back and football season is upon us. And me and Kate are very excited about covering this season. There's a lot of storylines. There's a lot of things going on this year. And uh, we're really excited to be uh, getting in the full swing with it. So why don't we just jump right in and start talking about the the biggest news that we've seen so far out of the season. Uh, Brady Davis is now the starting quarterback for the Illinois State Redbirds. Yeah, it's a bit of a surprise maybe, for especially for most fans. I mean, coming in this season, you think Jake Colby is for sure the starting quarterback. He's... Coming in his senior year, he's been starting the past two or three years. And it turns out that they bring in this guy, Brady Davis, from Memphis, who transfers just, I mean, he just joined the roster in early like, June. Yeah. And it turns out that he outplayed him in in, practice, in the practices over the summer. From and what it, yeah. he's earned his spot. From what it seemed like in the red and white game, I mean, he looked a lot better than most people would have thought he looked. He, yeah. was, he looked very confident in the pocket. He was moving around a lot. He made his passes. And when Colby got in there, it just seemed like he, he didn't didn't look comfortable in the pocket at, at all. I mean, it was, just the first drive he took was, I mean, he made some awkward passes, not linked up with his receivers at all, whereas Davis looked much more comfortable in the pocket mm-hmm. and kind of surprising coming off an injury year as well, and he hasn't absolutely. played since high school, really, a full season since high school. So it'll be interesting and exciting to see what uh, what he'll bring. He did come off of that, uh, what, he had, like, the left knee injury was an ACL. It was an ACL injury yeah, in 2016 and ended his entire season. And he only played one game in last year for the Memphis Tigers when he was there. Yeah. And for some <clears> reason, <throat> he, somehow, yeah. I mean, he made a really good impression on the team. And now he's leading the team in the first game of the season against St. <laughs> Xavier this weekend. So uh, we'll see how that goes for Brady. And I'm really hoping that he could do a really good job from oh, yeah. what we've seen at the game and what everyone's been talking about around here is it looks like it's only pretty good stuff so far. I mean, it's exciting. Um, <clears throat> so along with Brady Davis comes his counterpart and now backup quarterback Jake Colby. I mean, you said yourself you think he'd be the surefire starting quarterback mm-hmm. going into his senior year. And, you know, we uh, I spoke with Colby and you've spoken with Colby before and he's he's uh, – He's wanting to make this season uh, one to remember since it is his last and he wants to have fun and he wants to, you know, really appreciate right. everything around him. But it's going to kind of be hard when, you know... You're not even starting You're not out in there. week and, one. Yeah. I mean, amid that, amid that, like, you know, a little rough spot for Colby, he's still got to be a leader, though. He still has to be the guy on the sidelines yeah. to really get everyone together and help, especially Brady, since he hasn't played in two years. Yeah, and that's that's one key is that he'll, he'll be a great help to Brady Davis um if he's still starting and Colby I mean like you said he's still a leader on this team I mean he was selected by his teammates to be one of the team captains Mm -hmm. so you can definitely tell that he's uh he's definitely a leader on this team and a big voice as well so well I'm not sure if we can you know hope for you know if Brady Davis gets a win this weekend maybe we can see more of him but if it's another story Colby might be back there uh, back under center pretty soon yeah it's interesting to see like how short of a leash they'll put on Brady Davis like how many mistakes will they be able to make before they decide to pull him out or decide mm-hmm. to put Colby back in I'm not sure you know that we'll see I mean I'm guessing this first game won't shouldn't be too bad shouldn't go too bad uh St. Xavier um they've actually already played one game mm-hmm. this season they and did they, start they, there they took a loss uh, they lost that game 52 to 7 so they're entering 
Illinois State with an 0-1 record. <laughs> Keep um, in mind, St. Xavier is also an NAIA. Uh, they are nationally ranked. They were nationally ranked last year in the NAIA, and now they're going to be coming to an FCS, you know, Division One school. Um, I mean, from a quarterback standpoint, I think this is a perfect game for Davis to try and yeah. start on his stuff. Into, mm-hmm. ease into things and uh, get, get comfortable with his receivers and all that sort of things. Um, so, yeah, I think this would be a good start for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, good game to start with along with colby and along with davis i mean there's a lot of other senior guys on this team that have come back and they're looking to do big things as well spencer Schnell, you know number one wide out on the team he's been you know yeah. colby's number one target for the past two years he's you know hauled in i think 51 receptions last year he had a team high or career high four touchdowns and 690 or 80 yards i'm pretty sure he was just outstanding last year for colby and hopefully he could do the yeah, same with davis definitely a top target and hopefully you can do the same with davis uh schnell he was he was on he was on the uh missouri valley conference preseason first team um with a couple other uh teammates as well so uh, as of right now i mean schnell is definitely going to be the top the top the top guy on the Mm -hmm. team uh top target and yeah we'll see we'll see as well and also along with schnell we got tyler pekovich big tight end coming out of there Number 85, he's hauling in, you know, 23 passes yeah. for 244 yards last season. I mean, he only had one touchdown, but hopefully this year he can, you know, produce a little bit more on the scoring end. And, um, you know, with those two guys, especially with Shell and Pekovic, uh, the, that senior leadership, especially with the, the young front that they do have, right. uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how everything gels together, especially with, the, you know, yeah, the starting quarterback and all the seniors. And it's going to be a really interesting absolutely. first game, to say the least. Yeah, absolutely. And Pekovic, like you said, I um, mean, he was on the – he was an honorable mention last mm-hmm. year in the Missouri Valley, but this year he was already uh, earned second team honors preseason. So you can see that he's already uh, turned some eyes, and uh, we'll see we'll see how he can move forward this season. While uh, their offense still has other younger, more kind of faster kind of receivers, mm-hmm. more explosiveness. That's what they uh, coach back was talking about all summer long is looking for more explosive receivers. And he believes, and so does the offensive coordinator, Kurt Beathard. They both believe that they have that. Um, maybe some guys that can surprise some people mm-hmm. this year. Absolutely. And along with those explosive receivers comes my favorite part of the Illinois State Redbirds offense is the running back situation. Yeah. I am a huge, huge, huge fan of the running back situation here. James Robinson and Markle Smith, um, I... I don't foresee them to be slowed down at all this year. Robinson Absolutely comes not. off of probably one of the most you know successful years as a running back in Illinois State. He uh, he totaled 933 yards and 12 touchdowns last season. He was you know all MV all MVFC first team honors. He's kind of the catalyst for this whole thing. Yeah, and especially with Marco Smith behind him too. Those guys are going to be that's going to be it's going to be a one two punch. Um, I think they're going to be. I mean, they'll be a force all all year long. I believe. I mean, as long as they're healthy. As long as the offensive line stays healthy and uh, stays together, I think that the running game should be no question. Um, I mean, we even saw in the in the red and white scrimmage that they didn't run the ball very much. And <clears throat> I talked to Coach Speck after the, after that game, and mm-hmm. I mean, he was saying they, they they didn't even need to run the ball. They didn't want to run the ball. They know where they're at there. They want to look more at the passing game, and um, it makes complete sense because I mean, we know. We know who they have, and we know they'll they should be fine. Mm-hmm. I know ISU has always preached that run first mentality, and now when you see that in the red and white game, they've been moving around. You know Brady's back there; he's throwing more passes. Uh, 
What do you think Markle's role is going to be? I'm going to be very interested to see how he they're going to use him along to complement James Robinson. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, we saw him in the red and white scrimmage get a touch. The only touchdown of that game. I mean, it was like a one or two yard run. I, I mean, he's kind of a bigger back. I could see him down uh, being a third down back mm-hmm. and uh, be kind of a goal line kind of guy. But honestly, I could see him coming in and out at, at any point in the game and mm-hmm. whenever. Uh, Robinson needs a rest you know mm-hmm. I mean they go perfectly hand in hand absolutely I know we've been uh, touting the offense a little bit let's go on the defensive front a little <laughs> yeah. bit uh, a couple guys that me and Cade have you know pointed out especially in our article online we pointed out that quarterback Mitchell Breeze uh, linebacker Jason Harris and as well as uh, your boy Tuvon Clark uh, with those several up front defenders departing you know after last season for the birds there's going to be a couple guys are going to be stepping up and with yeah. those three guys, how do you think Tuvon, especially for you, how do you think he's going to contribute this season? Well, I mean, I think he didn't do a whole lot last year. I mean, he played in 10 games but didn't, you know, rack up the tackles or anything. There's other guys in front of him. But now, you know, him and especially and Jason Harris and, uh, like, Dex Kelly-Martin, I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's plenty of linebackers back there that are going to get plenty of uh, playing time. And it's just a matter of, uh, transferring like what they've done in practice over into the into the game uh, and seeing who who fits who fits more as a mm-hmm. starter. I mean, I think they have plenty of options there at uh, linebacker, and we're not exactly sure who exactly will get the most playing time. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be very interesting to see in this first game. Uh, we know with practices and especially with the red and white scrimmage, uh, we've seen a lot of key pieces, especially with the coaching staff as well. Uh, like Cade said, Beth Hart is back. Uh, after two seasons of not coaching any football, at, especially at Illinois State. And with that offseason overhaul of coaching, mm-hmm. you get all these new guys that come in and they're looking to do big things and looking to step up. And there's also senior guys like Mitchell Breeze, for example. He started all 12 games last year, or not, 2016, 10 starts last year. He marked almost 50 tackles. He's going to be one of those guys, especially in the defensive front, is going to lead yeah. those younger guys, especially. Uh, Jason Harris as well. He's six foot five, two fifty. He's going to be looking to stay consistent, especially in his junior year. I mean, he had, I think, he had what forty total tackles. They averaged four sacks. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can't get really any better than that right now. Uh, so I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see. I'm very excited for this season as well. Um, along with that, I think. Anything else? We got any other key pieces, key additions? I mean, like you said, just the coaching staff. I mean, they bring in um, new. I mean, they're bringing in a new defensive coordinator, uh, Travis Niekamp, mm-hmm. but he's been here before. He knows the culture, and like we were saying, Kurt Bethard, he's been here before. He knows the culture, and he's coming back as the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And he was here when the Redbirds went all the way down to Texas for yeah. the national championship game. In that season, 2014, the uh, Illinois State broke, I think, 15 offensive school records. So. It'll be exciting to see what um, what these new coaches and what, what they can do mm-hmm. uh, and bring to this team here in 2018. I think, or well, I hope, it'll be better than another 6-5 and five record this year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And we're lucky enough to not play North Dakota this season. So, I mean, well, at On the home, road. At home, right. yeah. So that's, that's something to look forward to. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we're going to see how this weekend goes. Uh, I'm very excited for this. Uh, you know, saying Xavier, like I said before, it's an NAIA team, so it should be, you know, a good start to the season, especially we're going to uh, see a lot of explosive plays. The offense is probably going to get going. The defense will be going as well. Um, 
you know, the Redbirds were also picked fifth in the MVC preseason mm-hmm. standings. So, I mean, let's hope by the end of the season they'll be number one. I mean, that we can, as, as Redbird <laughs> football fans, we kind of hope for that as well. Um, but, Cade, let me ask you this to end off our little segment here. What is your prediction for this game? For the game this Saturday? Yes, sir. Uh, well, I mean, it's a home opener. I think the Redbirds will definitely be ramped up, uh, ready to go. And like we said, St. Xavier uh, team coming in, already coming off a big loss. Mm-hmm. I, I have to take Illinois State in this one. I'm gonna. We're going with a score. Are we taking we're a going, score for this yeah, one. Yeah, let's go. Right? Let's go I'll, with I'll the say, score. say 48 Ooh. to 10. That's a very very good score. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm going to also take the home crowd <laughs> team, and I'm going to take our Redbirds as well. And I will not give them Saint Xavier the benefit of the doubt. They were nationally ranked last season, and maybe last last week was a fluke. But especially against Marion University. We will see how they play. Uh, I think I'm going to go with a 42-10 to 10 score. Yeah. Um, so we're both on the Redbirds here this week. And no surprise, really. <laughs> no surprise, really, that we're going to be picking ISU. But other than that, uh, this has been John Barless and Cade Hedder for the Redbird Report. Uh, we will see you guys very soon. Cade, you yeah. have any closing words for the, for the people out here? Uh, not much. I mean, just we're excited for the football season to get, to get going here. More ISU sports also going, so just check it all out online, pretty much. Check it out of adetonline.com. Yeah. Me and Kate are posting stories daily for our fellow Redbirds in all sports, football, baseball, basketball, soccer, volleyball. <laughs> uh, we will all be on there this entire year, so if you guys are following us, we really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, that's it. This yeah. has been the Redbird Report. Kate Heather, John Barless. Let's have Until a good next night. Time.